0: If you are ready to take the hard road, the road less traveled, the path in life where the journey is more important than the destination, then you are in the right place. Prepare to live with vigor. This is the Adventurous Gentleman Podcast. Will here with Aaron, as per usual for the confessional. And I'm going to start out by, obviously. The whole monetization thing was a dud. You probably listened to the episode and didn't pay for it. And we were wondering what the hell's going on. And that's pretty simple. Podbean, the whole premium episode thing, is kind of shit. And you had to do a bunch of kind of jumping through hoops to get the episode. It ended up being way more complicated. And I was getting a bunch of questions and said, uh, this isn't worth it. So instead... I'm going to sell some hats. So if you guys, I would love it if you would head over. I'll put the link in the description. Check it out. Get yourselves some adventurous gentleman hats. That would be fantastic. Other than that, the other thing we could really use is you subscribe to the show wherever you are listening to it. And, you know, if you want, share it. I think I'm going to share some episodes on Instagram today of some podcasts I listen to. Recently that I've become a big fan of the episodes that I think you know you'll find value in the episodes, one of which being Aaron, uh, the second episode I think is my favorite so far in your photography series. Yeah. and it made me feel like, you know what I think I can do this. I think I can pick up a camera and make it go click. Yeah. So I grabbed a buddy of mine and I convinced him to go fishing this past Sunday when it was about two degrees out because listening to your episode, I thought, oh, you got to go where the action is. You, you got to go out when no one else is going out, or at least that's what I took from it. That might have been in episode three, and I made him go out in the freezing cold and took a bunch of pictures around 300 or so, and I get back, and I was feeling good. I mean, I'm looking at these, and I'm like, man, I think I've got some talent here. And then I get them on the big screen and I'm looking at them, and all but about 14 of them are just pure shit. Well, what was wrong with them? Well, you know, there's one piece of advice you give in there about how what you see in that little LCD screen is probably going to be brighter on the big screen. Yeah, so they're all dull. Oh, I would say about 90% were overexposed or completely underexposed. Hmm. I could send you some, you could probably tell me what I did wrong. If you want, I'll I'll put them up on Instagram. People can see how terrible I am. And the other thing I realized is when you're photographing around the water, you may want to have something to wipe the lens. I don't know what I need for that. Maybe you can recommend something, but water spots in sunlight, probably not the best thing. If you want a clear photo.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it adds to the photo depending, but, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, who? I mean, there's a various amount. I mean, there's tons of different things you could have been doing wrong. Once you learn the histogram, that certainly you know helps, which I talked about. in, you know part two, but uh,
0: okay. So yeah, his, I, histogram. Let me touch on that for a minute, because when it's in Photoshop, I see histogram, but with camera in hand, actually, give me a second. I'm gonna grab this thing. So I got it out. Where do I find the histogram on the actual? Well, you see,
1: they have this thing called a manual, and you read it, and it tells you what to do. I bought it used. Right. They have these online. It's called a PDF file, and you <laughs> download it and you read it. What? And what? this is exactly what I was talking about. You're calling me? How the hell am I supposed to know, man? We think I know every fucking camera on the market. Read yes. it yourself. Yes, I do.
0: <laughs> but here's the thing. Though. I
1: think that on the dial on the right side. If you go hit play, so you can view your photo, uh-huh. and on that dial, push I like it's up or down, and then it should give you different screens. I think on that model, you know, one will be um, like show your data, one will show the histogram,
0: shit like that. Huh? So the dial on top or to the side of the screen? This side. And I press it so I can see the screen.
1: Well, you hit play first, so you can like if you were gonna watch the you know look at your photo.
0: Oh, so I have to be reviewing a photo to use it.
1: Um, No, not necessarily. I'm just going off the memory of how to get it to where you could, you know, watch your, look at it with your, you know, when you're hitting play, how it came out. No, you don't necessarily. It'd be the same function, you know, when you're taking the picture. um, You know, whether, I mean, because obviously, are you using a viewfinder? Um, You know, I usually snap a photo and then I'll look down at the, the screen uh, look at the uh, histogram from there after so when I'm viewing the, uh, reviewing the photo. But this is exactly what I'm talking about. Take you, multiply that by like 150 to 200 people a week asking me questions about their own personal camera, the functions of it. I mean, yeah. unless it's the same one I'm using. So, so, I, I mean, I'm gonna, all I'm going to do is what you should be doing, which is go read the manual and then tell you what the manual said. You could skip the middleman. Is all I'm saying is, is just read the manual.
0: Well, Aaron, why would I do that? I literally put up a, so I put up a thing yesterday, and I purposely didn't ask you re- lens recommendations. One because I figured I would talk to you on here eventually, and the other was I I don't feel like bothering Aaron every single time I have a question. But you know what the comment was more than actual suggestions? Huh. Why don't you just ask Aaron? Uh, what was the question? I was asking, like, what is the best lens, or, you know, for me at least, if I'm doing, like, outdoor fishing shots and stuff like that?
1: And it, it depends, but probably to start off like a 50 or a 35, which is arguable, which one, you know, some guys will pay, you know, 50. A 50 is probably better walk around lane, where a 35 is probably a more well rounded, you know, because you can still do a little bit, you got a little bit wider angle to keep that
0: point. It oh was, my God. What's the range on a 50 millimeter? Like, what you you like?
1: Looking? So, like, right now, you need to be slapped for asking that question. It's a 50 millimeter, man. It
0: I don't even know. What the, yeah, but in like feet. What is, what is, I don't understand these terms. I don't, you got, I'm going to call this episode photography for dummies because. No, no. And this is the problem. It is not even for dummies because you can
1: read all this shit before you even ask me. And this is the problem right here. If you just Google, learn the basis of like what you're doing, because like you're going to be able to read a much better explanation than what I'm going to be able to give you. But to, to make it simple a let's say a 24 millimeter is really wide okay big field of view okay 35 millimeter not so wide 50 millimeter a little narrower 85 millimeter gets pretty you know dialed in tight you know 100 millimeter you're talking portraits there's not really like a like a distance right i mean or a a way to look at it it all depends on how you want to compose your photo i guess you could say so I mean, if you're four feet away, you know, with a 50, I know you're taking a picture of a guy, part of his face, you know, but if that guy's a hundred yards away, it looks like a speck. And and that's where, I mean, like you kind of, and that's what I talked about is learning what type of photographer you are, learn to to land. You know, if you, are you, if you call me and you're like, you know, I really want to get the river and the guy fishing and you know yeah, well then a 50 might not do it. I mean, fifty's more of a, you know, of, a, of a happy medium. They call it a disc 50 or whatever. Right. right. Um. You know where, like, if I was, you know, out a twenty-four millimeter would probably be, uh, or a thirty-five, if I was trying to get, uh, you know, a little bit of everything. Where I'm getting, you know, the the, the river, the creek, the guy fishing. I can I can walk up a little bit, uh, get a little bit more. I wouldn't say portrait shots, but you know, just the person in it. You know, but the biggest thing I would say is learn what you're doing. You know, first the questions you're asking, like with those. I mean, it's really good to. Um, I mean, it's good you're asking them, but it's also good that,
0: you know, Google is a powerful thing. It's a lot well, easier. to Well, I YouTubed a lot just to get this far too. <laughs> I, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't just taking notes as I was listening to your episodes, which I did do. Uh, cause there's a lot of pausing and rewinding.
1: <laughs>
0: well, and it is kind of, it is, you know,
1: as I make it fun of you, it is difficult. I mean, you only know what you know, right? Like, I mean, you can't just walk into it knowing, Oh, I think I need a 50 millimeter. But if you look at it like you have, you know, if it was binoculars, right. And you have, a, uh, you know, the different, uh, you have a 42 millimeter, 50 millimeter, 56 millimeter, uh, you know, on, on binoculars or on a spotter, you've got a, a 20 by 60 power, but you've got a 65 millimeter, uh, eyepiece or whatever. And then you have an 85. Well, you know that's the, like you're you know you're thinking of the field of view, right? So if that was a fixed spotting scope and it was just a a thirty millimeter, uh, you know, fixed or whatever, mm-hmm. you can kind of correlate it to, to lenses somewhat.
0: Right. Let me ask you this: I looked up some lenses on Craigslist because you know you're always looking for a little bit of a deal and see what else is out there when people are like, "Oh, you should check this out." So one common one I see is the Hundred to four hundred millimeter lens. Which I'm guessing four hundred millimeter, that's for things that are farther away, obviously.
1: Yeah, not as probably far as you think, but yeah, the one to four F four I think it's no, it's a five six to six five maybe
0: but yeah, how far away are we talking? Like what, what what is somebody using a lens like that for?
1: Oh, it'd be good for like weddings, somewhat wildlife photography. Um, you know, it's kind of an all around big zoom lens. In how many so lenses
0: no, keep football, going. Keep like going. a
1: football game, you know, football game, kids playing sports, things like that.
0: And how about how many lenses are you carrying when you go out usually? Two
1: in the field, like when I'm backpacking in, usually two.
0: And I'm sure you talked about this in one of the episodes. I, I did. I'm sure you yeah. did. I, I'm I'm pretty sure you did. And I wasn't. I, that was when I was kind of half paying attention. What What were the numbers on those?
1: Um, like a 50 millimeter or, or a 35, one of the two and then a wide angle. So, you know, like a 18 or, you know, I mean, I have a 14 to 24, um, you know, but either way, a wide angle for like landscape and, uh, night photography, things like that. Like, uh, you want to get the teepees and the stars and everything.
0: And what would you use like a 10 to 22 for? Same thing. Same thing. Wide angle. I guess it's just time under tension. You have to spend a lot of time doing it before you find, like, this is my lens. This is what I work well with.
1: I wouldn't, yeah, I mean, that or or really, like, what type of photographer that you are. You know what I mean? If you're a wildlife photographer, you know, you probably only have one lens. It's not a, you know, I, I'm guessing or whatever, but, you know, you know, you probably have one lens. It's not a, a big, uh, you know, Zoom or or a telephoto. Oh, excuse me,
0: telephoto. I mean,
1: when I go, I'm getting more of the guys walking around, hanging out at camp, landscapes, shit like that. I'm not really zooming into anything. If you're a landscape photographer, you're not really doing all that other shit. You're taking photos of animals, so you know, totally different lens.
0: Right. Very different game. Yeah. Huh. So, when do you ever use one of those battery packs that goes on like the bottom?
1: I I don't. But if you, um, you know, if you film, you definitely want to get one. Um, I'm just not wrapping through that many photos, plus I'm backpacking in. I mean, I'm wrapping through a lot of photos, but one battery will take, I don't know, a thousand photos or something. So, you know, and I don't get, unless I'm doing a photo shoot where I'm wrapping off, you know, 2,500, you know, photos in, you know, whatever, an hour or whatever, you know, I generally, you know, don't take that many you know, I'll take that many, a thousand in a, in a trip or, you know what I mean, or, or in a few days, but I just don't,
0: uh, I don't take that many photos to where I need that battery grip. And as far as like protection, do you use anything for protection on your camera?
1: Yeah, I have like an, well, I don't have on these yet cause they don't, the camera's newer and they haven't made one yet. They may have it out now, but it's like an, a rubber exoskeleton. I'll put it on there. Um, you know, and I'll have a case, like I'll use an ape case or some type of a case. When it goes in my backpack, sometimes I'll just wrap it in a, like a jacket or whatever. just just pin.
0: So you don't even use like a special setup to go in your backpack, like how they have those cutouts and stuff?
1: Not when I'm backpacking, no.
0: And how about for like lens care? Is there anything you would recommend if you got to like wipe the lens off, stuff like that?
1: Um, I just, uh, I stay I've got lens wipes. So I have, like, the microfiber lens wipes, and then I have uh, this these little wipes. One of them's wet, one of them's dry, you know, and then you, you clean it with the wet lens and then, you know, dry it off or whatever. Um, and I have lens, uh, like, a lens pin to get kind of dust off. I have a hurricane blower, which is this thing that looks like you sucks not out of a kid's nose that blows dust and debris off your lens.
0: I checked out, uh, I think it's TJ Perez's stuff. Mm-hmm. He is talented.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and he's, you know, I think, I mean, TJ's probably asked me 10 questions in, you know, a year and a half. You've asked me 10 questions, most of them stupid, in 10 minutes. He you,
0: was you, smart enough to go look, is all I'm saying. So Keep in I, mind, I'm though, just... <laughs> this, this podcast, I have to ask questions, or just be you and I sitting here in silence. <laughs>
1: right. No, no, I understand that. I'm just saying, I think you legitimately didn't go look and see what. The different uh, lens types, what they're good for, and what they're not for. But maybe you did. I don't know.
0: <laughs> um, I'm I'm very bad at reading manuals and understanding the information. Like I'm yeah, like, I'm, ga- I'm,
1: I'm it, gathering that. Which I'm, really cool. in, like, I'm really good. I'm really good in a like lab setting.
0: What's that?
1: Yeah, I just like giving you shit. No, yeah. I mean, you know, TJ is one of those guys that um, dove in like you know at first, really got into it. And he studies a lot. I mean, he does the same thing I do, where I'll get on, you know, YouTube and I'll read. And I don't believe everything I read, just like you know, gear forums or whatever for backpacking or hunting. You know, he kind of picks and you know chooses and listens and, and everything else. And you know, when he picked up the, the, the how a camera actually you know works as far as the the f stop and the shutter speed and everything else. So, uh, you know, and, I mean that's the other thing too. It, if he takes you know junkers, he he doesn't really he just goes back to the drawing board figures out what he did wrong, perfects it, which is, you know, what you need to do to
0: get better. Yeah. Or you just ask Aaron a shit ton of questions.
1: Well, and it, it's difficult, <laughs> though, to, to ask. Um, you know, I guess it all depends on how you learn. But, you know, I, I don't know that me answering it, you really got to get out there and shoot. You just got to take photos, um, come back, you know, learn what you did, go back out, make the adjustments see if it fixed it, how it fixed it, why, you know. But it it depends on how, you know, crazy you want to get into it, too. Maybe you just want to keep her on auto and fire away. There's nothing wrong with that either. You know, it just depends. You're just not going to be able to, I mean, you can give five people a camera, right? One of those guys is going to kick the shit out of the other four because he knows how to actually, you know, compose a photo, the settings needed for each, uh, you know, setting of each photo. So um, that's you know the guy that actually learned how to, to operate a you know a camera. Nothing wrong with auto. I mean there right? nothing wrong with auto. You know at all. It's just a matter of uh, you know that what you want to get out of.
0: Do you have like a weakness or crutch you feel like you fall back on, or kind of one point of performance you want to get better at as a photographer? Um, not. Uh, no, I mean, not really. I don't, uh, you know, I mean, I,
1: I learn, you know, every day I'm taking photos. I don't know. Why, Frank, what's my weakness in photos? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would say that, um, I I mean, you know, really it's, it's once you, I I mean, other than maybe laziness, if not pulling the photo, the camera out, I wouldn't say once you learn how to use the camera, there's not, you know, nobody really has necessarily a weakness. It's more of a laziness. Um, I mean, I could probably learn Photoshop, uh, a lot better than I, you know, have or whatever. And and instead of just using Lightroom, um, you know, and that would be good. I could probably work on, um, you know, how some of the different, I don't, I don't mess around with different, you know, focal settings or focus settings as much as I probably, you know, could, I just, I kind of have a, you know, center weighted type autofocus or, or manual focus. And that's about all I do. But, um. yeah, I mean I don't I don't know, man. I don't uh that maybe if I dove into a bunch of stuff that I wasn't used to, but um I feel pretty comfortable with you know, the photography or photos I'm taking now.
0: Well, one thing I liked about your episodes, and I'll tell you this right now, is like you said before, you gotta get out there with your camera in hands and just do it and take a bunch of photos and look and say, Man, these are shit. I need to get better at this but if it wasn't for your podcast, I honestly don't think I would have gone out there and yeah, done it. Be, but the way the information was presented, I thought, you know what? I, I think I can do this.
1: Well, and I think that's the thing. Is sometimes it's, I mean, I was just talking about this, on uh, their specific outdoor company, um, the way that they have their uh, uh, their page or whatever set up is so almost unattainable like no normal person is ever going to get their photo on this specific uh company's page because you know they're all like professionally done, you know, kind of intimidating uh you know, what's for me, you know, I I know that, kind of intimidating, you know, photography and video everything shot in these big, you know, like Red or whatever you want to call it, fifteen twenty thousand 20,000 or whatever their video cameras and you know, it's almost again like it you know, it's unattainable for people And it's really not, you know, just get out there and shoot, you know, photos and don't don't make it to where everything's like, you know, unattainable. Just go out there and practice and you'll get there. Well, we're going to take a momentary pause. You're going to have to call me back, dude. I got to take some shit. All right. Later. All right. Bye.